Hello, my name's Sam and I'm a member of the Holy Trinity Church and I'm really pleased to be sharing with you today on Luke 20 verse 9 to 19. When Jesus taught us about the kingdom of heaven, he tended to use parables. These are meaningful stories that unravel complex or abstract ideas and they are used to reveal a lot about the thoughts, behaviours and hearts of those to whom Jesus is talking. Jesus also tended to use parables to address difficult topics, and this parable is no exception. It's a really good example as well of a parable that wasn't well received or appreciated by those to whom Jesus was talking. We know too that this parable is an important one, as it appears in three of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark and Luke. It's important when looking at the parables, we consider the context around the situation at the time Jesus told the story. We know this parable comes just after Jesus had overturned the tables in the temple courts and driven out the money makers and that Jesus had proclaimed, my house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. In Luke chapter 19, verse 47, we learn the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the leaders amongst the people were trying to kill Jesus because he challenged their way of life, their behaviours, their instructions. But they couldn't find an opportunity because they knew that the people hung on every word Jesus said. They were afraid of what the people might think if they tried to kill Jesus. So what can we learn or take from this parable? Well, first, we need to understand the imagery that's presented in the parable. It was common in these times for wealthy landowners to buy land and leave it to the care of tenants and then come harvest time they'd send somebody to collect their portion of the harvest. It was also common that if the landowner didn't have an heir then the land would pass to the tenants on his death. In this parable God is represented as the landowner, the people of Israel as the vineyard and the religious Jewish leaders as the tenants. What Jesus is referring to in this story is the fact that God had sent several prof prophets to the people of Jerusalem and the religious leaders. All of these prophets were rejected, beaten and even killed. The last person God sent was his own son, Jesus, hoping that his son, the cornerstone of the kingdom of God, would receive the respect and honour he deserved and that people would follow him. But instead, the tenants decided to kill the son in the hope that they would inherit the harvest of the vineyard. In this, prophet, in this parable, Jesus is prophesying his own death, death at the hands of the Jewish religious leaders. Even though Jesus' death brings everlasting life through the forgiveness of sins, the stark warning here is that there will be dire consequences for those who reject the one who is in fact the cornerstone of God's kingdom. What we see here is the leaders of the church reject Jesus's challenges to their behaviours and thoughts and teachings and rather than repent when they're called out and challenged by him, they are driven by anger and possibly even fear to permanently silence Jesus rather than change their behaviour. The only thing holding them back is their anxiety and worry around what those in the crowd would think of them if they were known to have killed Jesus. They're very conscious that the people are listening and learning from Jesus. 
So what does this mean for us? What can we take away from this? What could it mean for our everyday lives? What I take away from this is the need to consider my own response to God's words and the teachings of Jesus. Do I accept being challenged about my behaviour and attitudes to being corrected? Being corrected? Do I act proud as were the Pharisees and the priests to being corrected by God? Or do I allow myself to be corrected? Do we allow God to challenge us about our acceptance of his word? The acceptance of Jesus being centre of our lives? Or do we tend to respond angrily to correction? Do we allow our fear of being judged by how others will perceive us to stand in our way of acceptance and repentance? Do we see the challenge of being corrected as a confrontation to our way of life and to who we are? Do we fight against it? Or instead, do we see it as an opportunity to kneel before God and repent and wholeheartedly accept Jesus as the cornerstone on which we build our faith? Certainly not always easy to take correction from others, to be challenged about our behaviours and thoughts. But when it comes from God, can we really afford to ignore it? I leave you with these two verses, which I find useful. And you may find useful too when contemplating how this parable speaks to you. The first is from Proverbs 15, verse 31 to 33. Whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home amongst the wise. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. Wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord and humility comes before honour. And the second verse is from Matthew 5 verse 20. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. I really hope that helps you. Goodbye and God bless.